science, earth science, and from time to time, some interesting off-topic episodes. I am your host and the creator on the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 284 for Monday, January 17, 2021. And I do realize that I am releasing this episode much later than normal. Typically, I will have these things released by, well, anywhere between noon and 3 p.m. 2 p.m., a pretty good average. But today was definitely very, very different. Obviously, we were very busy from the get-go with a whole lot of snow waiting for us as we woke up. Now, here's something interesting, a little personal side story. Last night, we were watching the snow beginning around 6 p.m., 6.30. It was starting to accumulate, but really, truthfully, it was very, very slow to accumulate. It was very light. It was very fluffy. It was after a very, very cold day, so you would anticipate that. But as the evening drew longer and as we were preparing for bedtime, we were looking out the window thinking, well, you know, there's a little bit of snow out there. There was maybe an inch that fell between 6 and 10 or 11 p.m., and that was pretty much it. And periodically during the night, I would get up and take a look out the window. Being a meteorologist, that's just something that you do. And up to about 1.30, the same story. The, the snow was coming down, but it was extremely light. And I thought, okay... This is uh, maybe not materializing the way that we had envisioned. Went back to sleep. And then at 3.30, I woke up and I looked out the window. The window was uh, open enough where I could see it from the bed. And I was looking for the trees. <laughs> and I couldn't find the trees. And I thought, hmm, maybe the heavy snow had begun. So upon getting up and actually looking out the window thinking to myself, wow, the visibility is really low and the snow is coming down. So the heaviest snow began to arrive somewhere between 2 and 4 a.m., which is really unfortunate because that is the time that everybody would be waking up and heading off to work. Now, fortunately for our sake, it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and so the schools were closed, a lot of the federal offices were closed, and some of the businesses perhaps not quite as busy as normal, and the roads consequently not as busy as normal. Had we seen the normal volume of traffic on Monday morning that we normally see, 
we really would have been in quite a pickle because a lot of snow had fallen by the time we got to 5, 6, 7 a.m. When I rose, I rose at 5.20 to help our son to plow the driveway. We just got a brand new uh, snow thrower a couple of years ago that has a 16-inch bite. In other words, you can get 16 inches of snow and it'll still take the whole thing and uh, toss it out. And we had had at that point just about 16 inches of snow. Our total in the greater Chesterland and Novelty area was 21.2 inches And that was measured. That was uh, actually what I measured, not estimated. And and it was all of it. Our deck looks like it has about two feet of snow on it, and that's about right. And I'm sure there are a ton of stories and a ton of photos out there of uh, people really showing how much snow they ended up with. And this was not a lake effect event. This was a synoptic event. The western extent did push back a little farther west than Interstate 71, which is what I was saying on Sunday. However, there was a very sharp cutoff. By the time you got to Sandusky, Putin Bay, Bowling Green, in Toledo, there was only about an inch of snow, if that. But most of the area saw a whole lot more. I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, I will go through some of the figures for those of you interested in keeping track of who won the Snowfall Derby. Okay, let's take a look at some of the snowfall that fell across Northeast Ohio. If you live well outside of Northeast Ohio, the level of interest might not be as high as it would if you had lived in Northeast Ohio and experienced this. We've not seen this kind of synoptic, wide-scale snowfall in a couple of years at the very least. We had something in uh, our on Christmas Day of uh, 2020, and uh, there was also an event in 2016, and several other events might qualify every situation is rather unique but this one certainly will go into a memorable category here's why because some of the amounts went between one and two feet some exceeded two feet the highest amount that i was able to locate was one mile east southeast of astubula in astubula county that's the county farthest northeast in ohio for those interested 25.3 inches as of about 10 o'clock this morning. It is conceivable that they picked up a little bit more before the final tally came in there. 22.5 inches in Harpersfield, 18 inches in Conneaut, 18 inches in Pierpont, in Cuyahoga County, in places like Euclid, 14 inches. Cleveland, Old Brooklyn area had 15 inches of snow. Lakewood, 11. Shaker Heights, just about 11. And Hopkins Airport ended up with 8.2 inches in that 12-hour period, ending at 7 a.m. And by the way, what did that do to the snowfall departure? 
remember, the snowfall departure was approaching 20 inches. Well, it's now down to 10. Akron Canton had enough snow to propel them back into a surplus category. So they're about two or three inches above normal prorated for today's date. Just a few more. Let's go to Geauga County. I had 21.2 inches in novelty. South Russell had 19 inches. Montville had 19 inches, 16 inches just southwest of Chardon. And let's pick a western county like Medina County. In Hinckley, 11.5 inches. In Brunswick, 8.5. Lodi, 6.5. By the time you get to Homerville in the western part of the county, 5 inches. And let's go even farther west than that to Richland County. And you see the amounts really drop off here. In Lexington, three and a half inches, 3.1 inches in Shelby, and in Mansfield, two and a half inches. Okay, let's go to Buffalo, New York, a little closer to the low pressure system itself. And there was record snow in Buffalo today, 16.5 inches. And that breaks the previous record for today's day, January the 17th. And that was 8.3 inches. Does that sound familiar? That already happened. Just over a week ago on January the 6th, they had 17.8 inches, broke the record for January the 6th, but it also ended up being the second highest January 24-hour snowfall total in all of January. Well, what about today's record? 16.5 inches. That is, in the grand scheme of things, as far as all-time records For January, fifth place. That's the fifth heaviest snowfall ever seen in January in Buffalo in a 24-hour period. So they've seen two records on January the 6th, the second snowiest 24-hour period. And today, 16.5 inches, the fifth snowiest January 24-hour period on record. Wow. Now, before I go... I am going to share an interesting set of photos. And for those of you that are near a computer, go to weatherjazz.com. Or if you're listening in your car or maybe while you're exercising, whenever you get a chance, go to weatherjazz.com. Episode number 284. What do you do when it starts to snow? Think creatively. Think out of the box. Do you go, oh, I don't know, swimming? That would seem like something that perhaps you might want to do indoors if you had an indoor pool. But what about outside? Well, Weather Jazz supporter Will Antonio Krause went down to Columbus. They were in Dublin when the snow started yesterday, and they sent me some photographs of what their kids, Liam and Sarah, did, and that was to go swimming. But the hotel had an indoor-slash-outdoor pool. It's the kind of pool where some of the pool is inside, and then you can kind of swim underneath the partition and pop your head and be outside. And it's fun as long as the water is heated, which it was. So the kids had a blast popping out of the water, having fun with the snow, and then popping back into the pool where it was nice and warm. Go check out the photos Uh, And it looked like Sarah and Liam had a wonderful time. And as I mentioned to Will, that is going to be something those kids will talk about for their entire lives because it was just so strange and out of the box 
and they have pictures to prove it. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, number 284. Wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get that in the can uploaded for your listening pleasure. I'm glad I did, though. But trust me, after waking up at 5.20 this morning, it has been a very long day, and sleep will very quickly come to my eyes, hopefully yours too. We can all rest easy after this system has now begun to pull away. Do you have a question, a topic suggestion? I welcome your input. Please do drop me an email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com, or call me and leave me a voicemail on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. The number, always available 24-7-234-525-5888. We'll see you on Wednesday right here with a science edition of Weather Jazz. Weather and science across the globe. Across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.